Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. I'm Jeanette, your host. Happiest New Year. We freaking made it. And we're still single. <laughs> Yay! Yay! No kissing at midnight. Um, I'm really excited to have two new friends to start the year off with. I have Liz with me in the studio. Liz, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And our voice of the patriarchy <laughs> is Walker. He's already being an a-hole. <laughs> That's me. Very nice, supportive man here. Mm-hmm. You are truly the voice of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, Liz and I have not known each other very long. We met in November at a film screening event for a film that Liz and Walker produced together. Um, but I've known Walker for a little longer than that. We met at a film festival. So we got some film nerds in the house. His house, <laughs> which is probably why we're all single. Maybe. <laughs> That's a theory for another time. (laughs) Put crickets in there. (laughs) I mean, I just became part of film, so I know. Oh, you're not part of. Sorry, no. I just became single. (laughs) She just made so many assumptions Uh. about you. All right, so Walker, I know it's going to be hard for you, but just reminding you, this is about Liz. Yep. Keep your thoughts to yourself. (laughs) There will be a point where I actually look at you and make eye contact and invite you to share your opinion. But until then. Take notes, whatever you need to do. Can I eat my cookie? Yeah, we have we have delightful chocolate chip cookies that Liz brought in, and they're a mess. And they're if you hear weird crinkling in the background, Sean, my editor, is gonna love this one. Yep, there it is. Yeah, great. He's almost done eating it, so it won't last long. Is he? (laughs) All right, great. (laughs) Walker, eat your cookie. Liz, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Where are you at in Where? your single journey? Um, very single. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of ready to mingle? I have no idea. <laughs> yes. We should start the year off with idioms. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what mine would be. I would need a minute to uh, come right? up with something. Hot to trot, ready or not. That's a, <laughs> here, that's a movie. Here I come. <laughs> um, okay, so why do you say it like that, like... Um, like really single. Why do you say it like that? Um, cause I'm not seeing anybody. Okay. And I'm really busy with work. So it's hard to see people or try to meet new people. Yeah. Um, I'm in the entertainment, uh, theater world. So selection is limited. Yeah. You got a bunch of tech weirdos <laughs> basically. Yeah. And most of the men, <laughs> We're fighting over the same men, so... True story. <laughs> True story. I hear that. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been officially single? Like, when was last? When was your last relationship? Uh, serious relationship was, oh, man, four years ago. Facebook just reminded me of this, actually. Five years ago. Is your ex on Facebook? Yes. And are pictures of you both on no, Facebook? No, no. There's not pictures of us on Facebook. 
No. I'm always curious how people handle that. Um, I know that he still checks my Facebook. I got you on Weirder. What? My ex's new girlfriend sent me a friend request. <laughs> they live in they live in Kentucky, so it's not even like I would ever meet her in my life. No. And I was like, I don't is that a nice thing? Like, hey, we both no. slept with the same person. <laughs> or is it like I want to keep tabs on you? Yeah. Because Yeah, that I thought that was the weirdest thing that I've ever experienced weird. in my life. Why would you do that? You have no intention. It's not like, are you still friends? Are we going to be him? buddies? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you guys tried this sex position because this is what we used to do all the time. Here's a little tip that I liked. Here's what he's really good at. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, am, I did not accept it. That uh, if anyone probably, is curious, that's, that's probably for the better. For the better. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. But I think about that all the time. Like when people, because I haven't had a relationship since that other one but you know eventually there's pictures of you and your significant other on facebook mm-hmm. or you share the same friends like how do you purge your social media life with your ex you just purge it oh okay i think don't you do you just have to de- like it? go delete all the photos i think you have to physically take the take time that person to out of your delete. life yeah but then do you want to warrant that time and energy to delete that person from your life do they right deserve then that? you have to like review all those photos i know and, and that's just not fun either like, can it just internet disappear uh, yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> never <laughs> right anyway so back to you so four uh, years single and then um because wait you're you live in new york but not all the time right uh correct yes no now yes because i just got a full-time job so <gasps> you did congratulations now. so you're I... here forever it gets it's so much better being single in New York. Let me Is tell it? you. No. No. <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's not. I've lived here for 8 years. <laughs> I've um, lived here for 8 years and took a 1 year break. Oh, okay. Okay. And you were living in North Indiana. Ter- Indiana, my home state. That's where I'm from. Wait, I thought you had said something about North Carolina. Oh, that's where I went to college. Oh, okay. Gotcha. What's dating like in Indiana? Um, if you're ready to have babies, have babies mm. um, if you're ready to live down the road from your in-laws or your parents, no. um, if um, you're ready to not achieve any more goals than what you have achieved at that moment, then that's oh, it. Lord. Indiana, I feel. Stagnation nation. Um, but you know... I feel a little bit bad saying that because my childhood best friend lives there and she is doing pretty badass things. So, of course, well, you're you're making a large assumption. Not everybody's going to fit into that cookie cutter description. But I think what you bring up is really interesting because we talk a lot on the podcast about sort of the standard dating profile of a person in New York City. And it's the complete opposite of that because we didn't move here for our personal lives. So that's like, so we say that we came here for a very specific reason. Everyone here has a number one in their life. Everyone has a passion that they've defined. Most of us are here to succeed at that passion. Right. You wouldn't put up with the crap in New York City if you weren't. No. Um, Especially if you're here in the entertainment industry. I'm just like, you don't do the entertainment industry on the side while you're also, you know, I mean, I was about to say like have babies and get married, but people do that. So then I pause myself. But basically what I'm saying is that people come here who are driven, seeking to aspire to a certain thing. That's why I came back. Right. Because 
you want to aspire as a producer and filmmaker and theater maker. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're also looking for companionship on the side. Right. But if you have that number one in your life or that number one in your heart, it's really hard to put that aside for what someone else is asking for, which is often a lot of time and energy. Right. So, and also like, it's just, they, I don't know, the men that I've usually dated, well, especially the one from Indiana, he, his ambitions were not like mine. And I mean, not in the sense of like, he wanted to do the same things that I wanted to do, but he kept talking about, oh, I want to be in marketing and, you know, design commercials. I was like, great, go back to school, do that. Like, you know, go do it. And it was just like, um, but then I'd have to like quit my job. Okay, well, quit your job and go to school. I don't know. Figure it out. It was like he was the little doggy or like the little kid standing outside the toy store and be like, oh my God, I want that dog. I want that little doggy in the doggy in the window. And then like just never goes to get it. Which is like <laughs> and it's so fucking for people like us. No, it's infuriating <laughs> very because infuriating. like a lot of us are really um entrepreneurial and yes. very driven. Um and take action kind of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm Again, large assumption, but the most people I have met in New York City fit that category. Mm-hmm. So when I meet people that are like, they want something and they don't know how to get it, it drives me crazy too. I'm like, it's so easy. Just go to school. What's your problem? <laughs> I don't know. There's the internet. <laughs> God, just do what you want. Just Google. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I could see why dating and I also think the other thing about it is that the downside of it is that you have so much choice here right mm-hmm. so I was talking to a friend of mine and um and he went home for some time too and you're thinking you're like oh god did you just like kill it in the dating scene and he's like no because there's nobody left like everybody had already paired up Mm-hmm. And so if, while there's an abundance of choice, so much so that people flake out and they ghost and they think there's always something better around the corner, you go back home and you're like, oh, there's two people mm-hmm. I can have if I want. Oh, you know, it's like, the which is the lesser of two evils? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing with the dating apps is like, you can just keep, keep going and there's like, Maybe they all three, each person has three things. You know, they have the similar amount of things that you like about them, but maybe another person has a specific characteristic or like that's greater than the other one. So then you're like, oh, yeah. forget it. I'm, But this is all based off of a freaking dating app, which makes me feel like I'm filling out a freaking Carfax report. It's just <laughs> like... <laughs> And now I'm older, so now my value is going down. I love reading the profiles that are basically like, hey, if you want to get to know me, just message me. And I'm all, I don't have time for that. <laughs> like, like this is a whole point of you having a dating profile is so I can weed out people I don't want to talk to. I don't want to talk to you to find out that I'm not interested in you. Like, that's that's so – like, you can't even fill out a dating profile. No. It takes 20 minutes of your life. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Or people that that are sort of self-depreciative and are like, hey, uh, can't wait to get off this damn app. And I'm all, we're all here, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, it, it's, what does it say about me, too? Like, I'm on this loser app. Can't wait to leave. Cool. <laughs> me, too. So you've been dating in New York City, yeah? Or attempting to? Attempting. And yeah. what apps do you like to use? Uh, I'm on zero apps right now because... Okay. 
the apps I was on were they were nightmares. Oh, they're all yeah, of course. Yeah, you have to assume that going in. Like, I know. Like, well, I didn't you know to... at first. I was no, like, okay, I'm they don't try. work. Yeah, that's they not don't. the point. And the people that say, are like getting married off these apps, I'm just. I haven't met them. I have. My brother's in a long-term relationship with someone he met on an app. That's all I got. <laughs> I what know, I've got one I fact. Don't, I don't know. I don't think I know anybody that. But I hear of people like, oh, my best friend, and then they got married. They're getting married from somebody they met on. Well, an app. on one hand, it's like your, how your chances of meeting somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if all you really need is to start a conversation, and say hello. At least you both know you're single. Yeah. Right. As opposed to going to a bar where your chances are they're in a relationship, they are attracted to another gender, or you just can't make their eye contact because their faces are in their phones or with their friends. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you're going to meet a person one way or another, why not at least be in the same place together? Right. Which is the miserable dating pool of (laughs) online dating. Um. So which ones were you on? I was on OkCupid. I was on Tinder. I can't remember what else there was. Hinge? I was on Hinge last March. Yeah, but then what I found uh, um, off that round of dating apps was people, men would just like talk and text and then I Disappear. No, I would ask, be like, great, you want to meet up? And then then they would give, like, excuses or whatever. And then we just text for, like, a few days. And I'm just like, okay, are we going to keep texting or are we actually going to meet up? And then I just got to a point where I would say, if you just want to text and not meet up, I'm not interested. (laughs) And then then there would be no more conversation. I'm like, this is stupid. My least favorite thing about that app is that – you know, every day I'll open it and it'll be like, you have 10 likes or 10 little heart, whatever, mm-hmm. the number by the little heart emoji or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you open it and it's just like, Seth has liked your photo. John has liked your photo. Jeremy has liked your photo. Elijah has liked your photo. And I'm all, thank you? <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to start the conversation because right. you thought my dress was nice? Or yeah. um, I'm like very confused about how it's my responsibility to start the conversation mm-hmm. if you thought you liked my photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, say hello. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me why you liked the photo. <laughs> but that's too much effort. Well, usually, depending, well, the photo that they would usually like is an opening night photo and it had something to do with my chest most of the time mine are totally random i have one of me no. axe throwing and that one Mine. has been liked before <laughs> and i'm all yes why do you no. like that photo um i've gotten like quite a few compl- uh, compliments i mean i guess if you want to take them as compliments comments about my chest um how do lot. you respond to those i don't like i don't i don't because i don't it's stupid <laughs> you should just take that photo out then but the thing is it's not even i like to show a variation of myself i'm with you and obviously the whole thing is about physical attraction so you need to show your body in some way right but if you want to like i don't know say say something else than just about my damn chest like or my second least favorite thing is when you look at someone's profile and like a good percent of a percentage of them are just like photos of something else like their dog or the mountains and i'm all okay you got three photos (laughs) and two of them are not of your face no 
Or they always have sunglasses. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> the sunglass look. It kills me. Yeah. And it's just like, Ugh. kids see your eyes, don't no. know who you are. Yeah. So true. All. So true. And then sometimes, the one summer that I was, when I was in Indiana, I was in Colorado working at an opera festival. And so I would use it to just meet people and then be able to go around the state of Colorado to see the, the state. Yeah. That's great. And I went on this terrible, terrible date. <laughs> Tell me everything. Oh we love terrible date stories on Hashtag Single. Can you share? Oh, yeah. I can totally share. Um, So he looked very attractive. Um, and we had talked. And I was like, cool. Like, I will drive to go see you. It was on my day off. And Colorado's beautiful. Um, We decided to go bowling. Because um, he wanted to do an activity, so it didn't feel like we were doing an interview. And I was like, Love cool. That. Like, yeah. yeah, awesome. <clears throat> so uh, I met him at the bowling alley. And he gets out of his white Chevy S10 truck with a cracked windshield. And, and uh, he gets out, and he has white stone wash baggy jeans on with white tennis shoes that's back in by the way (laughs) well yeah but like three four four years ago no 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 totally not and then he was wearing a green chicago um iatsi t-shirt which i thought was really interesting because he worked in the electric company so i don't know i never commented on it because and then he's wearing his best tee yes best t-shirt and then backwards hat carrying a monster drink and i was just like <laughs> oh my god it's like a sketch yeah i was just like this hey, is hey girl what up no. and i was just like well i drove i'm gonna get my bowling and i'm gonna get my dinner and then i'm gonna peace out so you'd already decided i was gonna go through what, well, like. be- what if he was the nicest person in in the universe and he had no fashion sense no 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 why no he was Aww. just sorry show your face uh he it just wasn't it just wasn't it okay i don't know you know like he was pleasant he was nice like it was like we had conversation whatever but but. i mean it goes back to one of those things where you say like we're all making judgments about everybody in the first 30 seconds right you go to an audition and they're like you landed it before you or like the minute you walked in the door or you go on an interview for a job and they have made a decision about you in the first minute that you're there well the date went on so, I mean, obviously, I gave him a chance. Yeah, it'd be weird for you to be like, <laughs> no. I really sealed the deal when we did make it to dinner. But he was, he said, well, do you just want to leave your car here and then we can drive to dinner together? Or, well, why don't you just drive your car to my place and then we can mm-hmm. go? And I was like, nope, I'm good. Like, we can, I'll just tell me where we're going for dinner. And then and we went to some chain Mexican restaurant. I don't remember what it was called. So, wait, the date wasn't a disaster. We were just like, this person's not for me. Well, until he started flicking corn and yelling at the waitress at the restaurant, talking about how he didn't like corn in his rice. And then he started flicking the corn out of the rice at the restaurant and then complaining about sitting in a booth or because the waitress offered a table. And he was like, does it look like I want to sit in a fucking table? I want to sit in a... And like, it was just all these weird you. things. It was, yeah. I, it was just not not it. And I wish we had the language or I wish we as women had been taught how to take ourselves out of uncomfortable situations when we don't want to be there anymore. Because I have found this as a default with women and with myself mm-hmm. that we have been socialized to be 
Polite. Polite, yeah. And I have found myself in situations where I don't know how to use my words to say I want to leave because I'm afraid afraid of um, angering someone and having to deal with the repercussions of their behavior. Right. And also because I feel uncomfortable and I don't I, – there's something in me that prevents me from doing that. Like even on the subway, I have a really hard time figuring out how do I remove myself from this situation in a, in a good, strong, smart way. Like, why wasn't I ever taught that? Mm, Were you taught yeah. that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm from small town Indiana where we still leave our front doors unlocked. Like, So you definitely were not taught that. Yeah. But it's so but interesting. Like, like why were women, why even like in the eighties, like it's not like we grew up in the fifties. But I'm a 50s. pretty boisterous person. I definitely let people but know But yeah, my you feelings. went on a date like longer than you wanted to be there because you didn't know how to Yeah, I mean, I guess when it. it comes to that, I don't know. I I don't know. I yeah. can't answer that. And so when we were leaving the restaurant, I actually found myself walking around the cor- like back end of my car so that way when I opened the door cuz uh-huh. he was parked in front of me, so that way the door was in between us and so I could say bye. And then just and he was still being pretty persistent about me. And I was like, no, I said, I'm just going to go like I have work tomorrow, blah, 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 all these things. And then I got back. I went straight to the bar, um, talked to my bartender, the bartender friend of mine that I had already made in the town. And the guy had texted me and I just told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I just didn't find a connection, but I wish you all the best in your search. Like, because I wasn't going to ghost him, especially at that point. Like, we hadn't met each other. We No, it's better to say, like, like, no, you know, I'm out. Don't waste your, like, like, leave question marks. Yeah. I feel like you owe that to that person and to yourself just to not feel like a jerk. I just remember... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. This is making me think of like, um, I just saw Joker. This is a, t- this is a terrible right turn. But I just saw Joker. And did you see it? No. Okay. There's a scene on a subway where, granted, it's like 1970s, 1980s New York, but really gritty. And these three white like Wall Street dudes are drunk and they're trying to get the attention of a young woman on the subway and they don't know how to do it. So they start like throwing French fries at her. And I've been in a similar situation like that on the subway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I just thought it was like, she doesn't know how to get out of that safely. What she doesn't know how to like use her words or use her wit or her charm or to put a stop to that. Like, what do you do? You know, this guy, I was on a train once. And I was just reading my book and this guy was super drunk and he came up to me and was sitting next to me and was like, what are you reading? What are you reading? And um, enough that I couldn't ignore him any longer. Mm-hmm. And I finally, would, you know, was just trying to be like, eh, it's this book, right? And then he was like, tell me about your book. Tell me what you're reading. Why do you like it? All stuff. And I was like, I'm trying to read my book. Sorry. And he's just like, I'm just trying to talk to you. You should be flattered. I think you're really pretty. Why can't I just talk to you? And I was like, fuck me. Like, I was like, I, and no one's paying attention. Everyone's half asleep. Yeah. And I kept saying, I'm really sorry. I just want to read my book. And he was just like, I don't understand. I'm just trying to be nice to you. And again, I was like, I don't know how to get myself out of this situation. Yeah. I mean, cab drivers talk to me all the time. All the time. Like in a in sexual way? Actually, one, uh, yeah, in Vegas once. I was out uh, visiting one of my shows. And I had time. And I went out to the outlet malls because it's my favorite shopping. And um, the cab driver... I was looking, 
I purposely look out the window because I don't want to make any eye contact. And yet somehow it always entices them to keep or to want to talk to me. So he was asking me like what I was doing here and, you know, and I'm trying not to be, I don't want to be rude, but I'm just giving like very short answers. Right, right, right. And so I was like, I'm here for work. And then um, he was like, for what? And then, so then I told him for what? And then he just kept asking questions and then... He said, well, do you need a date to your show tonight? And I said... Whoa, he straight up asked you? Yeah. He was like, uh, do you need a date to your show tonight? I said, no, I'm good. I was like, it's for work. Like, I I do this. I'm actually watching it with the wig supervisor. Like, I'm, I'm good. And he was like, oh, he's like, well, um, I think he asked me, like, does my company pay for my stuff? And I was like, yeah, they pay for my airfare out here. You know, this is my job. And... Um, then he said, well, if you want, in the morning, like, I can take you to the airport. I said, my company will pay for my taxi cab to the airport. Like, I, you know. He wanted to be your personal driver. Yeah, I think. And he also wanted to be, like, my bedmate. And then- <laughs> in the morning, I will wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> I will bring you bagels. And then I drive you to the airport. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of into that. And then he he was, <laughs> we get to the um where did we go? Oh, he just, he dropped me off at my hotel. And uh, he said, uh, well, you have very beautiful eyes. And I said, thank you. And then he said, well, do you have a boyfriend? Yes. Right, right. <laughs> and then he was like, well, you need to tell your boyfriend, like, how lucky he is to have you. And it's, it was just like, okay, thanks. Right, right. I'm it's paying, such a, it's such an interesting out. like social contract like you're you're expecting men to like pick up on signals that we think are super obvious and they have been taught like that's how you get a woman if you have to be strong and you have to pursue her you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's a really interesting new balance we're all trying to figure out i think especially as men become a little more educated a little more woke dare i say yeah i feel bad though when there are some men who really just genuinely give you a compliment and i just automatically become right i've been there too or defensive or i mean just i don't know a couple months ago i was literally just walking down the street and a guy passed me and he just said you had really you have really pretty eyes and i got like you're immediately like i don't want any i'm good (laughs) just like the cd guys in times square right i don't want any i don't have any money yeah and i (laughs) turned around and he just smiled at me and i smiled at him and i was like Oh, he was just... But it's so close to, like, that hollaback uh, culture where, yeah. you know, it's like, go on, girl, smile. And so, like, life's not that uh, bad. Or you got a great ass. You know, we're so defensive about oh my gosh, years and years of that ass. shit that, that you can't, that you can't walk down the street and receive a compliment anymore, no. even if it's genuine. I'm like, don't talk to me. No. Sorry. You, at one person, several people have ruined it for yeah. all of us. I went on a date with this um, bodyguard. Uh, of a pop singer. Okay. Rad. I know. Was it Justin Bieber? No. I don't know why I picked that. And so <laughs> she was a woman. Uh, she is a woman, not was a woman. She is a woman. And um, I, we, him and I went on a date. We went to Dave and Buster. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know whether so that's funny. the greatest date ever or like the worst idea. I don't know. It was so funny. So I met him there. <laughs> His name's Cortez. I remember. His name's Cortez. Okay. And um, we're sitting at the bar, and um, he doesn't get – he just gets a Sprite. I just get a beer. 
And we're talking and he's like asking, you know, questions about me and my career and blah, 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 blah. And then he pipes up and decides to tell me that I work too much because I, you know, I travel with all these shows and, you know, I'm always in the wig studio building wigs and prep and all this. And he's just like, you work too much. And I said, well, I, I have to, and I like to. (laughs) And I said, obviously I don't have another person to help me financially (laughs) and so i'm not going to live in a box to make a man feel better about himself and thinking i work too much you need to be saved yeah you need to be rescued that's what i hear and then the his boss called him and he was just like yeah my boo is sitting right across from me and i looked at him and i was like there ain't no boo here (laughs) no 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 so then I don't know. We get up, we leave, and we're walking, and we're going down the... Uh, Wait, you didn't even play any games or anything? No. What a lame David Buster. I know, right? <laughs> then all of a sudden, I get up from my bar stool, and he says, damn, I didn't expect that on you. Uh, and I was just but- like, what are you talking about? And he was like, look at your ass. Cool. He was like, you have a really great ass. I was just... <laughs> so I said, thank you. And he was like, man, I just can't believe a white girl like you has an ass like that. And I said, thank you. And mind you, like, we're walking and, like, going down the escalator. It got to a point where I turned sideways so he could no longer look at my ass. Right, right. And he just kept going on. And finally, I was like, will you please stop? Like, I'm done hearing about my ass. I appreciate that you appreciate my ass, but I'm done appreciating you appreciating my ass. Just stop. Right. And then he finally stopped and then... That was the end of Cortez and I. He probably is so confused why you guys didn't get a second date. Poor thing. Yeah. I was sitting there being ridiculed because I work too much and I work too hard and I don't know. No, have somebody. he was complimenting you that you needed to be taken care of. Oh. You're working too hard, baby. I want to take care of you. No, not a No, thank you. Um, so I was on a date recently. I can't wait to hear what you say about this based on what we've been talking about so far. So this guy, um, you know, I talk about about how women in New York, how people in New York are very ambitious and very driven or very passionate, women included. And that makes us all, women and men, hard to date, I think. So I was talking about how women in New York, as a default, will say that they're looking for a, as you sort of alluded to, successful, driven, ambitious, passionate man, right? Yeah. Because And those are qualities that I admire. Certainly, that's the first thing I'm going to say, too. And he said, men don't care if you're successful. And I said, what do you mean by that? He's like, you know how, like, on the dating apps, you say you're looking for this type of person or you describe yourself in a certain way. You know, when you talk to me about your career, that doesn't matter to me if you're successful or not. And I was like, why? And he's like, men are not looking for successful women. And I said, why? What the hell are you talking about? He's like, that's just not a quality that matters to us. And so I was like, I think about, I catch this all the time, right? When men talk about what what are they looking for in women, what do they say? Uh, Usually, I feel like they say like, you know, independent, successful, funny. I usually hear the same three over and over again. Yeah. Smart, pretty, funny. That's yeah. usually our go-tos when we describe women. Mm-hmm. Smart, pretty, funny, right? 
Bravo if you've heard intelligent. Well, I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> driven, all that shit. But usually, like, when you're like, I want a woman who's really smart, I just hear it over and over again. It's a trope, right? Yeah. So, but women never say that. I want a man who's smart, attractive, and funny. Usually, they'll use really more creative words. Yeah. So, what is it about men that, like, why doesn't a woman's success seem to be of value when they're looking for a partner? Granted, this is coming from a very specific individual. Right. But I was like, wow, this is really eye-opening and illuminating to me. Is that true? Um, I think men are definitely attracted to that. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think mm. – You think all men are attracted to successful women? I don't. No, 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 no. No, they're uh, – no. I mean, I think men are attracted to it when they're not dating that person. They that's don't want that person – to be because I think they want to feel superior and um, you know they are taking care they're taking care of mm-hmm. you their self-worth their you know and it's uh, that's like a huge problem for me me too because that, honestly this blew my mind I'd never heard of such a thing in my life I was like you're in New York City how could you we all value success yeah. what do you mean like that's not sexy to you that I like own my own company and I'm making my own work for myself right. that's not he's like it's not that it's not interesting he's like not it's not yeah. a quality that I need you to have if we're dating they need to be needed so success is not part of the equation no they want I feel like they need you to be broken or they need you need to be a damsel in distress and it's fucking frustrating i mean that's like i have a man friend whatever it's nothing Mm, that definitely doesn't sound like a nothing (laughs) (laughs) i love when people say it's nothing it definitely is but no it's not really (laughs) and he i know that like he spends time with other people and that's fine like it's a super very like if i'm around great if he's around whatever but I know that there is another person, and I've asked him about the other person because I just, I don't, I, I don't know, I just want to know. Yeah. And um, he tells me about her, and, you know, she has a drinking problem. She has mediocre job. And That's what he said about her? Yeah. God damn. And she has two kids, and he's like, I'm not interested in that. And then he like he goes on and always brings up my Emmy nomination and always brings up like how I'm so fancy and I have all these jobs and I'm so wonderful and beautiful and I make him feel so great. But yet you're right. really spending a lot more time with her. And I'm just like, wait, so if you... that was enough for him, he wouldn't right. be sleeping with other women. And so I think it's kind of like at that point right now where back to when I said I'm like single, kind of ready to mingle. I just don't care right now. <laughs> Like a lot of shift has happened in my life where I just feel like I need to figure out who I am at this moment and do what I need to do. And if people, friends, family, whatever, want to jump on board for that ride and be there and be supportive, fantastic. If not, cool. And I'm, yeah. I'm so on board with women that like don't always have to be dating or just working on themselves or focusing on their own life. And like, maybe I look for a partner next year, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm a good with it. Yeah. I'm and working what? on being good with it. I'm not saying like I'm hundred percent good with it. No, I'm, of wor- course. I'm recognizing it. And then I'm trying to work on being good with it. But yes, I, but the rest of your life, you're happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, so you don't need that other element to fill in the space. No. And I actually just read this article. Um, 
couple days ago about um, men saying they want independent women and what that really means. And, you know, it just really – there was just one statement was that, no, these women don't need you, but they want you. Mm. And, doesn't, and doesn't that feel better than – you know, I think to so. feel wanted as opposed to needed. Yeah. Let's ask Walker. <laughs> Hi. Hi, welcome back. Were you looking for the cookies? Yes. They're Did you eat them all? Mine's gone. Yeah. You can have some of mine. I cannot. I must not. <laughs> I feel, okay. I feel uh very uh the sugar rush is gone now i'm just were you paying attention to the last question that we posed i was listening yes yeah the gentleman who you went out with um is insecure and i feel like as i've gotten older i am more attracted to more successful people and i think that that's something that you that this guy was obviously having an issue with uh, in himself and mm. as with your friend uh, partner man not partner lover that's not a partner <laughs> lover let's go back to man friend man friend i like so man friend all right we'll just say man friend your uh, your man friend is um yeah, he obviously isn't looking for something serious. He wants something easy and something that he can control because uh, men like to control things. Uh, that's why I think most of them like dogs more than cats. <gasps> oh, I thought you were going to say dogs and women. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. They want to have a pet instead of a girlfriend. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you find um, – because you're talking very in general. So you're like, mm-hmm. men, men want this, right? Well, I thought that was, I was here. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I'm just curious if that has been your experience, like with people that you know, mm-hmm. like your guy friends, your brothers, your family, people you've worked with, mm-hmm. or you yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, um, yeah, we can debate the theories of like, the what is society like in right. the patriarchy? But like, an individual said to me, Men don't care about women having success, which means that that's what he felt, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Have you experienced that at all with people you know? Uh, so, I, I I don't think that applies to myself or my friends. I mean, I, I would very much be into a par- having a partner who's uh, equal, just as successful or more successful, uh, driven and all of these things. Um, I think that sometimes, I think sometimes when men reach a certain level, like I can think of a, a specific person, individual I know who's uh, done very well for himself, has the very nice house, has the, you know, his own company, has the, you know, works in the financial sector, and he uh, is is going through a, a divorce, and I think what he wants now is something that's easy. And I don't know, I don't have a lot of friends that are in that boat of that's what I'm looking for, that's what I want. But I do know that um, many of my friends who are who are single and out there and looking, um, I feel like they are attracted to people for different reasons. Sure, um, of course. And they, you know, one of my good friends is with someone who's very successful, but he's also, I think unhappy because uh not because she's successful he's unhappy because they want different things mm, so sure. obviously this guy this fictional guy or this real guy that you mm. went out with that was uh <laughs> i did 
sure yeah and uh he he obviously wants he he you're too good for him that's right i mean i know that already because he ghosted me (laughs) that's how i know a man is not worth my time Mm -hmm. you can't even communicate with me Mm -mm. um i'm curious your thoughts did anything come up for you when we were talking about how women as we've generally not been brought up to be impolite to men that are coming at us for unwanted attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a real issue. And I I feel, um, I think that it's so interesting because there's a part of me that want, that wanted to not fight back, but that wanted to like interject during that section and say, well, well, no, no, wait. Uh, Because I think as of men over a certain age like you've been conditioned by society by parents by whoever that you know if you if you want to impress someone you have to you know you have to go get it go get forward yeah right exactly but then now we're as a success a society we've taken a step in a direction that is far more um enlightened practical enlightened uh less terrifying creepy um yeah exactly and so i think it is a hard thing where you listen to your stories about people on subway and things like that you know i i have i have not seen the french fry scene yet but it's on my queue but uh i do know that feeling and i've seen people on the subway where like a guy is like trying to get someone's attention yo hey hey and and that's like so not my thing. I'm I would if I was wanting to get someone's attention on the subway, I'd probably smile at them and see if they smile back. Compliment her on her shoes. Yeah, that always works. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. So totally, I'm totally using that. <laughs> um, but you know, like it's uh, it, it's like a weird. It's it's not weird because there's certainly people should not be doing what some of the things that they do. And I I see guys on the streets calling it, you know, the construction workers or right. whoever. That whole trope, that stereotype of them shouting out to women, and all, and I've I've actually said to guys before, like, "Hey, uh, does that ever work?" What do they say? Uh, usually, they like want to fight me. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Hell um, yes. Well, yeah. I was so curious. Like, I'm sure you've been in situations on the subway where someone's like harassing you in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. were you were you taught things to say or how to get out of it I've as like, a man? I've as gotten in fights almost on the subway a lot. Were you, like, like, were you given skills by your family or whoever raised you to be like, this is what you do? To, like, fight back or to protect yourself? Or things to say to get yourself out of an uncomfortable situation? Just avoid, avoid, avoid. And then right. when you can't get there anymore, just be like, all right, excuse me, sorry, but, like, I really don't want to do this. Right. My question would be, if you were attracted to him, would you have still done that? <laughs> That's a baited question. Um, no, obviously. <laughs> Uh, I think, you know, if he had, if he had been polite and gentlemanly and Mm. not been, um, I think inebriated and persistent, you know what I mean? Like what a great way to pick up a girl on the subway. Yeah. Like, what are you reading? It was more about the, the way he went about it. Oh, the, like the persistence of it? Yeah. No, no. If I'm like, if I disengage and you turn back to your book or you turn whatever you're doing and you're. I think you give a very clear social cue that says, I'm not interested. Please leave me alone mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Even if you're attracted to someone, but you're having a bad day and you're like, I'm not having this right now. Please do not talk to me. Right. Um, you know, if someone's not picking up on social cues, mm-hmm. which I think are, you know, it's a really fine language, but I, that's all we have in society to like let people know yes or no. Um, then regardless of whether I was attracted, I would just, it, it's not, don't keep coming at me when I've already right. said no. Mm-hmm. And, and any 
situation, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's something that we could be better at teaching young men and boys. Uh, and women, too. Of, yeah. Well, I, I guess what, what I was saying in terms of like. Oh, if, oh, if oh. You, just you like. Are, if you are attracted to someone, someone you want to talk to no someone. No means no, all that stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, please. Teach all of your young children, oh young boys that no means I no. I just remember a moment in high school when I, told, I was talking to this guy and he said, when a, no means, what was it? Oh, God, when, I know where this is going. When she says no, she really means yes. And when she says yes, she means yes. And I was just like... Collect, I didn't even... I, you know, I didn't... I mean, it was like... He lives in Indiana now. He lives in Indiana. He has stonewashed jeans. <sighs> he wears an IATSE shirt. <laughs> he drinks monster makeups. <laughs> That's what happened to that guy. <laughs> That's so fascinating to me, though. The, the fact that you wanted to continue... That day. Because she didn't know how to get out of it. That's I what I'm saying. Know what yeah, to yeah. Do. yeah, that's what I I'm mean, saying. It's like why? Well, and also like yes, like you pointed out, like I was making or maybe a you snap were like, judgment. Maybe you were yes, you were giving him so, the benefit uh, yes, of the doubt. Like maybe was, I'll spend yes. an hour with him, and he ends up being like a really nice dentist assistant, mm-hmm. assistant or something. Yeah, but it was no wasn't that. In and I should have just said I should have just left and not gone to dinner. But yes, you wanted the meal. I. <laughs> I it's drove true. it. It's true. <laughs> I'd, already made, I'd already driven halfway across the country. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel though like, and I do this too, I feel like because I went out on a recent app date and people, I feel like there's this issue of like, I, 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 I didn't. Oh, that one? I should have I should have known that it was not going, that it was not for me. But yet there's a part of me that was like, well, and I tried I'm to already tell you. Here. I know. I, I tried to we've tell all, you. We've all been there. We we're all, like I said, in the 30 seconds and you're like, oh, it's not for me. And how do I say, like, it doesn't matter what you say, what you do. No, you're not, but he I'm had not the gonna... opportunity before. If a guy says to you, though, like you show up at a, a hinge date or whatever and a guy shows up and he's like, yeah, I'm. Th- this isn't for me. Like 30 seconds in, are you going to like go home and be like, fuck that dude. Yeah, I would be. I'd get on my podcast okay. and be like, yo, this is what happened yeah. to me the other day. Right, exactly. But yeah, it feels insulting because you've totally been judged insulting. in 30 seconds. Right, but. But I'm it, on the other side but, too where but I in like. in a way, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, at least you save me my whatever hour Well, that's why I always start off with coffee. Mm-hmm. I always do a coffee because usually coffee during the day, you know. You can get like, out of. It's, you can. There's usually time constraint because, you know, of your right. schedule. Um, and then I go to, like, happy hour drinks. And then if it goes well, then you can take it into dinner or, right. you know, something where Stages. there's, like, yeah, not just. A friend of mine who was on the podcast recently, she's, like, all I'm doing is asking people if they want to go on walks. So yeah. there's, like, I not even. That. I yeah. love that, too. I was, That's like, great. I think I might do that for 2020 and just yeah. take it out of the bar. Yeah. And then, like. Cause, well, because that was a thing, too. I just And once you're walking, you can, you don't have to stare at each other. And yeah. you could just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you had a great walk, you could be, like, oh, hey, let's pop in and get a coffee. Right. right. That's, like, stage zero. Or if you're, like, terrified and, like, you're in a, like you know, really populated area, you take a left and she might take a right. <laughs> you just start running and as fast go. as you can. And you get out of there. Oh my God. You guys, um, this has been a very enlightening <laughs> podcast episode. Um, thank you so much for sharing your deep thoughts with me, your horrible dates and all of your snap judgments about women. Mm-hmm. Walker. Thank you guys so much for listening to this brand new year's episode of hashtag single. We will catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>